Hey everyone, this is 30 Day Trek. I'm your host, Buchanan, and in this episode, we are covering another Season 4 episode of Deep Space Nine, Little Green Men. This is the one where, as Nog is leaving the station to join Starfleet Academy as the first Ferengi cadet, Korg's ship owed to him from his cousin Gala finally arrives after 10 years. Wanting to give the ship a shakedown, as well as do some chemocyte smuggling with the Orions, Cork and Rom give Nog a ride to Earth. But as they approach Earth, the sabotage command sequencer almost destroys the ship. Using the chemocyte, as well as the funniest use of technobabble in the franchise, Rom accidentally transports them back in time, and they find themselves on an American military base in 1947. Little Green Men is the best of what is referred to as the funny Ferengi episodes. When the Ferengi were introduced in The Next Generation, believe it or not, they were supposed to be the next Klingons of the franchise and be a metaphor for capitalism at its worst. But when they first appeared in the episode The Last Outpost as the new antagonist, they fell flat on their face as an embarrassing joke and then became a regular joke throughout the series. So when Deep Space Nine came around, Ira Stephen Bear and Robert Hewitt Wolf did for the Ferengi what TNG did for the Klingons and expanded them beyond their base metaphor and made the Ferengi through Quark, Rom, and Nog a much more complicated and interesting race. They also had, as fans would refer to them, funny Ferengi episodes that were done to break up the heavy and more serious tone of the series. And while fans at the time complained about these episodes, Bear was right when he pointed out the necessity of them as palate cleansers. Little Green Men is generally considered to be the best of these, as we find out that the Ferengi Alliance took 10,000 years to form, and that they bought their warp technology, that they're incredibly health-conscious with their disgust of smoking, and are dismayed at the fact that humans irradiated their own planet with the development of atom bombs. As greedy and sexist as the Ferengi are, even they have standards. It's also a great episode that showed off the chemistry that Armin Shimmerman, Max Odinchik, and the late Aaron Eisenberg had as Quark, Rom, and Nog. I particularly like the moment when Rom is bartering with Quark over the chemocyte profits, and Quark asks Rom when he suddenly got so smart. Rom says that he's always been smart, he just lacked self-confidence. As someone who identifies with Rom, it's great to see this evolution of the character that will pay off later on in the series. As for the episode itself, this was conceived as an homage to the sci-fi B-movies of the 1950s, right down to the archetypical characters of the cigar-chomping general, the paranoid captain, the noble scientist, and his nurse fiancé. And fun fact, the human characters' names of Lieutenant General Denning, Nurse Faith Garland, and Professor Jeff were named after actors Richard Denning, Beverly Garland, and Richard Carlson, all of whom were actors from the B-movies of the 1950s. It was pitched back in the first season by Tony Marbury and Jack Trevino, but Michael Piller wasn't too keen on the idea. But in the fourth season, with the 50th anniversary of the Roswell incident coming up, Rene Echeverria proposed that they do The Roswell Show, and everyone agreed, with Bear and Wolf writing the teleplay. Like the past tense two-parter, which is referenced here when Nog asks Rom if he thinks the Gabriel human looks just like Captain Sisko, to which Cork handways away by saying that all humans look alike, this was a time travel episode done to do social commentary of our present. But unlike past tense, whose relevance increases with each day as we're less than a year away from when the bell riots take place, Little Green Men is the production saying, you know what? Let's have some fun. And this is one of the most fun episodes of the series, especially when Cork tries to negotiate with Lieutenant General Denning, who is played by Charles Napier. And fun fact, while he spent his career playing military brass, authority figures, and hard asses, one of his earliest roles was as Adam, one of the space hippies, in the infamous season 3 episode of Star Trek, The Way to Eden. So it's extra funny to see him go full Herbert as he makes first contact with Cork. You know, Cork. 
You might be some kind of Martian. Ferengi. Whatever. But the more we talk, the more you remind me of my brother-in-law. Is he a businessman? He's a car salesman and not a very good one. And he's nothing like me. The bottom line is, I don't trust him and I don't trust you. So before we sit down and sign any contracts, you are going to tell me just what the hell you people are really doing here. I just told you we're here to open up trade negotiations. If you're not interested, just say so. I'm sure I can do business with one of your planet's other nation states. In other words, if we don't play ball, you're going to sell these advanced weapons of yours to the Russians. I'd rather it didn't come to that. To be honest, I'd much rather work with you Australians. Americans. Whatever. But if you won't do business with me, and the Russians will, who am I to say no? I'm not saying uh, we can't do business, but I don't have the authority to make this kind of decision. I'll have to get, uh, well, I'll have to get clearance from the president. I can wait. <clears throat> In the meantime, let me give you some free advice just to show you I'm on your side. You people should take better care of yourselves. Stop poisoning your bodies with tobacco and atom bombs. Sooner or later, that kind of stuff will kill you. What do you know about atom bombs? My people have been watching your world for years. We know all about you. Baseball, root beer, darts, atom bombs. It's quite a fascinating culture you humans have here. And with a little Ferengi technology, it can be even better. Now, why don't you go talk to that president of yours? Also, the director of the episode, James L. Conway, had previously directed a film called Hangar 18, which was about the Roswell crash. So when he heard about this episode being produced, he lobbied to be the episode's director so that his career could come full circle. In regards to how the episode turned out, Bear was for the most part pleased. While the jabs at smoking he felt in retrospect was too easy of a target, even though at the time they had to fight with Paramount over the period accurate detail of everyone smoking, the use of an atomic bomb as the deus ex machina in order to get back to their time was a middle finger to the end of true lies and modern day audiences at the time, and how what was once considered horrifying was now being used as the backdrop for a romantic moment between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Armin Shimmerman considers it one of his favorite episodes, and even Megan Gallagher, the actress who played Nurse Garland, said that she got more recognition from this one episode more than any of the other shows she's been on, which ranges from Hill Street Blues, China Beach, The Larry Sanders Show, Millennium, 24, and Suits. It's a fan favorite that shows how valuable it was for Deep Space Nine to have these funny Ferengi episodes. Join me tomorrow for another Season 4 episode of D-Space 9 that also focuses on the Ferengi and is an episode that, in 2023 with the hot labor summer, is particularly relevant. Live long and prosper, and also live well.